Welcome to the Fabulous Broads podcast. Grab yourself a drink and join the conversation about life after 50. My name is Maria Manatis, and whether I'm solo or chatting with a guest, I'll be bringing you weekly stories of exploring and defining midlife one day at a time. I have a fabulous lady with me today. I am interviewing Patty Phillips, AKA the queen of damn near everything. I met Patty virtually on Instagram when I joined a group that she runs called Midlife Loop. And I just love her entertaining videos on IGTV. And she has this fabulous feature called Women Crush Wednesday posts on her blog that features amazing women. Patty, thank you so much. I'm so happy you can join me today. Hi, Maria. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate that. Well, I'm excited to have you despite our technical difficulties, and we'll get to your little helper, Prince Charming, later on. You can tell me more about him. But I always want to start with a few questions to break the ice. And my favorite question is, what is your favorite cocktail or beverage? Well, Maria, any martini that has some sort of fruit component as, and is in a perfect little martini glass. None of those ones without the stem. They don't work. No, it has to be. And that's my logo, a martini. So we are to just totally well suited to being on this podcast together. So I'm going to ask you for your favorite recipe and I'll include it in my weekly newsletter. Um, so that's exciting. What's your favorite fruit to include in a martini? What flavor? I have to be honest. Any, whatever sort of fruit juice I have or whatever I have, I can always make a great martini out of it. So Really? Any, it doesn't have to be anything special like pomegranate or essence oh, of, you know, whatever. Oh, no. That's why I love going to bars or, or restaurants that have uh, martini, you know, specialty menus because I always pick up something new and bring it home and try it. I like um, dirty martinis because they typically come with a bunch of olives and then I ask for extra. So it's always like I'm getting a free little meal, you know? <laughs> there you go. What I, what I will say, I don't have a specific martini, but I have a trick that I tell people, if you make a fruity martini and you have leftovers, you throw it in the freezer and because the alcohol doesn't freeze solid, it freezes slushy. So then either the next time you want a martini, you pull it out or when somebody stops by, it's so impressive. You have this slushy, amazing martini. You just throw in the glass and it, it is amazing. Okay, that's, that's genius. That is genius. I'm gonna try that. That sounds good. I can't wait to get your recipe. So I'm gonna include that in my, um, in my newsletter. So tell me, you're a social person, you're fun. What do you miss now that we're all kind of staying in place due to COVID? What, you know, I miss going out with my girlfriends and I also travel a ton and that's been a little curtailed. But what about you? How's this kind of working for you not being able to do certain things? Well, I've been amazed that it hasn't bothered me more than it has because I'm uber, uber social. So the travel, I miss a lot because we typically travel once or twice a month. So we've given up at least six uh, trips plus our wedding. And the other thing I miss a lot is entertaining because I usually have at least one social event at my house every week and we are big party givers. So we, we have missed doing our parties. I, yeah, I miss that too. We have a, a couple, um, you know, like, either two girlfriends or one girlfriend or a couple of friends come and sit in our backyard and we put the fire pit on, we'll make some cocktails and we all stay apart. But I do miss having those big parties. You know, we're Greek and we just love to entertain. So all I do is cook and, and have parties and none of that now. 
God. No. It's, I miss it so much. And family, you know, the big family gatherings. Yes, yes. Exact birthday parties, all that stuff for my kids. Um, now, all right. You told me you are the queen of damn near everything all over the internet. Well, except on Instagram because somebody stole your name. And you're yeah, the queen not, of darn near everything now. I, just darn near there, yeah. Somebody's got my queen of damn near everything, and I don't see her doing much with it. I don't know why she won't let me have it. Well, but yeah, I'm darn near, damn near everywhere. <laughs> it's perfect. And you talk about living a royal life, which I love because... For me, midlife women are just a little bit overlooked sometimes on social media. It's all about, you know, the young influencers who are, you know, 30-something, 20-something with the picture-perfect life. But what, what, does, what, what does that name, Queen of Damn Near Everything and Living a Royal Life, mean? Like, how did you start that? Um, it's funny that you ask. I had a millennial that was my assistant because I'm... Um, technically a, a real estate agent, although I do as little of that as I have to, but um, uh, she was my assistant and she would watch me. She says, you entertain and you do, you know, do yourself things around your house and you are a stand-up comic and you're, you're a writer. And she goes, you do damn near everything. You're like the queen of damn near everything. You ought to have a blog. And I said, oh, that sounds fun. So that's how it started. And I just kind of have taken off from there. So, but you're, you're everywhere. Like now you're an Instagram influencer too. Tell me about that. Cause you told me a funny story of how there was a woman who was an influencer and she got a Mercedes. Tell me that story again. Yeah. And, and tell me some of the things that you've gotten, because I love that. I mean, I always get offered these bizarre things that I'm not interested in, but you've got some great things going on. Yeah. Well, I think you're very generous to say I'm an influencer influencer because I've, I've got to have many more tens of thousands of followers for that. But I guess I, I maybe qualify as a micro, micro influencer. And yes, the story is, well, first I told my kids when I got involved on Instagram, I said, I want to do this to get free stuff. And they just kind of laughed. I said, wouldn't it be fun to get free stuff and free travel? And then I found out about a midlife influencer and I wish I knew who it was because at the time I knew the name, but I don't know. And I heard that she was contacted by Mercedes and they said, look, we want you to test drive our car because you are the demographic, you know, of who would buy our car. And she said, oh, okay, do I go to the, the dealership? And they said, no, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do. We're giving you a car. We don't want you to drive around your neighborhood. We want you to drive for whatever it was, a week or 10 days, bring your girlfriend. Here's where we're sending you. And they put her up in five-star hotels and they told her everything was paid for, the meals, the spa, days, whatever they wanted at the places, and just to, to write about how she liked the car. And so that's my next goal in life is the Mercedes trip, as I tell my kids. Well, girl, you come right up the coast and visit me in San Francisco. I think we would have fun making martinis and partying on oh. with your convertible. Yes, we would. Yes, I had a little convertible for a while and I missed it. So that would be a fun, fun trip to do. Now, what's the most fun thing you have received as an influencer? Oh, well, I'm getting, what, what I do now, I think I shared with you is you do get people that reach out and a lot of them are just total scams. They want you to pay half price for their product to be a quote, right. 
ambassador and that's all just a scam. Don't do that. So what I've started doing is I am getting free things. I'm now what I, I laugh and I say to my kids, I'm on the gravy train. I'm getting about four or five things a week. So I get a lot of face products and I tell them like it is. I don't say I like it because you sent it to me free. If I don't like it, you're going to know it. So I'm getting that and that's fun. So what I've started doing is when an ad comes across my Facebook page or my Instagram page and it's something I want, I write to them and I say, don't you think we should collaborate? And, uh, you know, I give them a little bit about why it would be a good collaboration and about maybe I'd say 20% of them end up coming around and I get it. So it's really fun. That sounds amazing. I would never have thought to like really approach them. I get some weird ones like, oh, you know, this famous runway house in New York has spotted you. I'm like, spotted me? Really? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) For just a little bit of money, they can represent you. Isn't that great? Well, yeah, I'm just not thinking that I am their target demographic. I'm not the most fashionable person. I'm sort of a boho, hippie, Aquarius, you know, San Francisco, I'll wear black until I die, and then I'll still be in black kind of person, you know? I hear you. Well, I did get one fun little thing. I I just kind of, I'm kind of ballsy. So I, when we went to Southeast Asia, right, we literally got back days before this whole thing totally exploded. But when we went to Southeast Asia in January and February, we, um, I just worked all the high-end hotels everywhere we were going in Hong Kong and um, uh, that sort of thing. And I said, I would love to stay at your place and write about it. And some didn't even respond. Some said no, but a few came back and they said, we'll give you the um, media rate, which was 25% of the, the rack rate. Of course, the rooms were $1,800. So it still would have been very expensive, but the, um, Oh, I, uh, the, I just forgot the name of the hotel. I just went blank. But anyway, one of the nicest hotels in, in Hong Kong didn't invite us to afternoon tea. And we went there and we met the gentleman and made a nice contact. So who knows, you know, just a little bit at a time. So we got, you know, not the free room, but we got, you know, $150 of afternoon tea. So that was right, nice. But it's something, I mean, that's pretty incredible. I did get some free vitamins one time. I mean, there's my claim to fame, but that's not that exciting. So what's the weirdest like thing you've ever been sent or, or given or offered? Um, I don't know if I'd call it weird, but when a company reached out to me that sells uh, CBD oil and I've used some CBD products, not a whole lot, you know, um, when I was a kid, you know, I used to watch uh, Dragnet. So I knew that if anybody smoked one joint between 25 people, we were going to jump out of the window and have um, flashbacks <laughs> to where we're at 97 and kill our grandchildren. So I was, I, I, I was, you know, I'm, I've never been too involved in many things, but CBD products, I've used some pain products, what have you. So they sent me some CBD oil. It has been life changing for me. I love it. I sleep through the night now. And it, I love, I just love this product. I love it so much. I just ordered three bottles of it to give away to people in my family because it's so good. I've, so. you know, I've never tried it. I have heard good things. I did end up buying some CBD massage oil uh, for my knee. A friend recommended because I, I all of a sudden my knee swelled up and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so she said, try this, and I did, and the swelling went down and it felt amazing. So I have kept it. I'm, I was thinking of, I did, okay. Let me tell you, but I'm here. I mean, only a few hundred people or so, maybe a thousand will listen to this. So I can feel like I can say it, but I did buy a little sleep CBD oil roller. 
and I took the label off and I gave it to my mom and I told her it was a nice lavender scented calming thing to help her sleep and I had her roll it on her temples and she said oh I'm sleeping so much better I said mom that's awesome please don't go. tell my mother anybody who knows her because uh I don't want her to know this but anyway I oh, think that's... this is awesome it's fun I, I it's fun I go to the mailbox sometimes and because my mailbox is a whole block away, so I don't go, you know, every single day. I go like twice a week. And it's like I come home with these armfuls of packages, and it's just so fun to see what I got. Oh, my. How, uh, you go twice a week? Are you kidding me? I have a basket outside, and my mailbox is full of stuff every day, and then I get the packages. And I'm always hoping that my husband will have gone to work, but he always goes in late, and he's like, you got three more packages today. Oh, <laughs> Amazon delivered. I'm always getting busted, Patty. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I think we're all there right now. What else are we going to do, right? Well, how are you going to go try on clothes? All the dressing rooms are closed. I mean, you have to order online and pick up and then have to deal with returns, which the new normal, right? Right. All, the, all that's left for us, Maria, is either shopping or drinking. That's it. That's all that's left and, for fun. And I've managed to, to admirably jump on the bandwagon for both of those and start a podcast too, because why not, right? We're stuck yeah. inside. Do something new. There you go. Make so, good use of your time, young lady. Now, I want to hear about Prince Charming. I know that you had to postpone your wedding. Tell us a little bit about all of that, because that's, you know, it's disappointing, but a lot of people are having that happen now, but you did meet Prince Charming, so that's a plus, right? Tell us yeah. a little bit. Yes, I'm very lucky that I do have the best of, of guys. My, my girlfriends literally call him Mr. Perfect and Wonderful. And he really is a great guy. So we've been together about four years. And this summer, first, my daughter was supposed to get married here at our home in June. And needless to say, that was also postponed. And then we were going to go in mid-July to the Midwest, where my family is. So we could have, you know, we had rented out a whole um, uh, B&B. And we were all going to stay there together and have the, the time. Because usually every summer, my family gets together for four or five days. We go worse, somewhere in the Midwest. So this was going to be this year's thing. And um, that's, needless to say, all been postponed too. But, um, you know, it is what it is and we'll live through it. But he's a fabulous guy. I'm very lucky. If we could just figure out how to clone him and sell him, once travel comes back, we could travel the world very easily and stay in every large suite there is. Wouldn't that be fun? Now, how did you two meet? Uh, I was president of the local Kiwanis group and he was in Rotary and had been for years. And his uh, he was going through his divorce and his ex was in the same rotary group. So it was uncomfortable. So she wouldn't leave because that's how she is. So he did, he was going to, and he was looking at our group for someplace to join a kind of service organization. And we met for coffee to talk about it. And I had to be honest that my group was kind of on the down. We were kind of like withering. And um, so he decided not to join that, but I, you know, I even, um, in my little journal set things said if i wasn't involved with somebody this would be a man i would like to be involved with and so um i happened to run into him i was engaged to somebody and i had written a letter letter to the guy i was engaged to and had not given it to him yet i'd been carrying it around for three weeks that basically said i just don't think you have enough passion for me and i don't think that you're 
the right guy for me. But I was waiting until it was after his birthday and stuff to give it to him. So I ran into Don and I, and I hadn't told anyone, not even my best friend, I was breaking up with my fiance. And I happened to run into Don and he said, how are you? And I said, I'm good. I think I'm breaking up with Jeff. And he goes, can we go out? And oh. I said, well, maybe, maybe I should tell Jeff first. Smart and he guy. Said, and I said, I, I, I have to, you know, we were actually living together. So I said, I, I have to be respectful to him and, and, and this, but he goes, well, let me know when it's done. So I gave the letter to my fiance on Sunday. He moved out on Wednesday. I don't know if I called or texted Don on Thursday. I said, Jeff has moved out. He goes, can we go to dinner on Saturday? I said, yes. We went out to dinner and that's, that was it. That's such a sweet Crazy. story. Look, it's, you know, it's so funny how things happen. And you know, at that first date, uh, when we were at dinner, uh, it was this lovely restaurant and we were talking about travel and he has traveled, I've traveled pretty, uh, a pretty good amount. I've been to 50 countries. He's been to just under a hundred. And so we were talking about travel and I said, where's your favorite place you've ever traveled? And he said, the next place I go. And I went, oh, this is the man for me. And oh, just, I love that. Yeah. So yeah. how many, you guys travel fairly often then before, you know, all this hit. Yeah. I've seen a lot of your pictures. It looks amazing. I haven't been to that many countries. I mean, I luckily if I've been to a dozen, but that sounds incredible. Yeah, we, we do. We love travel. And so he's trying to get his hundred countries under his belt. He's about three countries away from that, I think. And, um, and then there's countries that he's already traveled to that I haven't yet that are on my list, uh, like Greece, the, the Greek islands is one. So, you know, once we get his hundred countries under the, under the belt, then we'll be exploring other ones that we want to see. Well, you know, you can call me about the Greek islands, my friend, because I've been to Greece, I don't know, 15, 17 times. I don't know. That's where my family's from. And that's where we go. And we would have been there this summer, but for all of this, but yeah beautiful places. What's your favorite travel destination? If you just had to pick one, even if you've been there before. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many places I haven't been that that's hard to say, but one place that I have been that I would love to go back to is a small village in the South of France be between Nice and Monaco called Ez, spelled E-Z-E. Mm -hmm. It's like that, that, you know how in the fairy tales, there's the little mountain top with the castle on top yeah. and that's yeah as like except for the castle is ruins now but it just is is beautiful and i would love to go back that sounds amazing i i've got a long long list and and we would always take our children someplace before heading to greece we'd go to rome for a week or paris for a week or something and uh i miss those and now my kids are older and it's just trying to juggle everybody's schedule you know of what everybody's doing in school and work and that's right it's crazy it's crazy our lives have become crazy i don't think anybody's going to take uh travel for granted again after this it's going to be we're all going to really appreciate it when we can pick up and go well we're planning a road trip to visit our son in Seattle. He really wants us to see his new place. It's his last year of college. And so we're gonna head up and I've never driven to the Pacific Northwest. We're gonna hit Ashland, Oregon, and we're gonna go to Seattle and visit him and drive back and hit the Redwoods. So I'm excited, but a little nervous about, you know, just keeping healthy, staying healthy. And yeah, it's a whole different world out there. Just keep washing your hands, Maria. Just keep washing your hands. I'm going to keep washing my hands, and maybe I should just hit up some hand sanitizer company and see if I can get a freebies. 
There you go. There's me by the waterfall holding your hand sanitizer. There you go. Oh my gosh, Patty, thank you so much for coming on today. Even though we had a few technical difficulties, your highness or your majesty, I think you would prefer your majesty. Thank there you. you well, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me and I appreciate you putting up with the fact that technology is not my friend. And if anything can go wrong technologically, it will for me. You can count on that. You know what? It's fine. And everything worked out great. I am going to put all of your information so people can find your blog and your Instagram and everything so they can. Um, and also you've got a little free guide, I think 10 steps to living a royal life on your yeah. website yeah so i'm going to post a link to all of that so everyone can find out and follow your journey which is amazing even just scrolling through your instagram and looking at your travel pictures and your igtv videos are so fun so oh you're so sweet yeah we tend to go to places that aren't your norm like west africa who goes to west africa on a vacation but we did so well, we have a lot of unusual pictures well, but you know what? It's worth it. It's a life experience. I mean, maybe it hasn't occurred to me, but maybe after looking at your pictures, you'll just boost their tourism tremendously. There you go. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it very thank much. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous day. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Patty. You can find her website at thequeenofdanmuneereverything.com and more info on all the places you can find her in the show notes. As always, I appreciate your listening to my podcast. I hope you subscribe and also visit my website at fabulousbroads.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. Stay fabulous, ladies!